Hey there, people-powered business community. Are you ready to transform the way you handle difficult conversations in your business? If so, I'd love you to join me for the Mastering Difficult Conversations workshop that I'm running next week. In just three interactive online sessions on the 18th, 20th and 22nd of March, you'll discover your unique leadership style, you'll master the art of impactful communication by learning the translation code, and you will build your personalized difficult conversations framework. Imagine tackling tricky team talks with confidence and ease, all for the special price for you listeners of just $47. But hurry, spots limited to ensure that we have an engaging experience for everyone. It's time to go from overwhelmed to empowered and lead your business with confidence. Just head over to peoplepoweredbusiness.com.au forward slash workshop to secure your seat now. Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hello, Christy Lee here, and welcome to episode number 55 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Super grateful to have you here with me today. I hope you're well. I hope whatever you're up to, you're having a great week. It's been a fabulous day and that you are doing really well. In today's episode of the podcast, we are going a little bit technical. (laughs) We're going to be talking about a change to legislation that has just happened. And whilst I don't often get too technical here on the podcast, I try and keep it more broad uh, rather than specific, but uh, this is a new change and it's going to impact a lot of you who employ casual employees. So today we're talking about really clarifying the casual situation and understanding what these changes in the legislation mean uh, and how it might impact you and your current casual employees and of course your employment of casual employees in the future. So let's get straight into it because it's a bit meaty and uh we're going to get straight into the details. So what's actually happened in recent weeks is that there's been a bill before Parliament dealing with changes to the Fair Work Act. So it's been called the Fair Work Act Amendment Bill, and it's got a lengthy title after that. But in a nutshell, what's happened is that uh, in late 2020, um, a bill was introduced before Parliament proposing some changes to the Fair Work Act. Now, the bill, when it first went into Parliament, had a lot of changes recommended. Most of us actually in the industry felt that the bill itself was a a wasted opportunity. (laughs) That's how I'll put it, a wasted opportunity, that there could have been a lot more in there to really help make some positive industrial relations reforms because the IR framework here in Australia, it is complex. It really is in my opinion, favours the employees. It could use a whole lot of streamlining and simplification. Um, And it It is hard work for employers, especially small businesses, but for any employer, it's not easy to navigate your way around, to stay compliant, to keep up to date with all the changes. Um, And we saw a lot of changes last year. So I think there was a real opportunity to simplify things and to make some improvements. The bill, in my mind, stopped short, but it did propose a kind of five core changes. However, as with everything in Parliament, nothing goes smoothly. And what's ended up happening is that only one of the proposed changes has passed through Parliament. 
which is slightly frustrating because some of the others were also quite good, but only one has made its way through successfully. And this deals with casual employees. Now, the reason for this change, and it is a good change, uh, we're happy about it, and you should be happy about it too, is that in recent years, we've seen a number of cases go before the Fair Work Commission and various other um, legislative courts in relation to casuals. And there's been a situation where, to put it simply, casuals have been trying to double dip. So when you employ a casual employee, and if you've employed casuals before or you have them now, you'll know this, you pay them a 25% loading. So they get paid 25% more than what someone else in the same role who was permanent full-time or part-time would. And we pay that loading because casuals don't accrue things like leave. They don't have paid leave entitlements. So they don't have those benefits that come with being a full-time or or permanent part-time employee. So these employees that took this uh, industrial action were casuals who had been paid the casual loading, but over a period of time, their employment had started to look a whole lot more like permanent part-time or permanent full-time employment. Their pattern of work was effectively permanent. And it went on for a number of years. And so they took a claim to the commission and to the various tribunals to claim to make a back claim for leave entitlements. And they won. Ridiculous. At the time that the first of these claims went through, I think everyone was in shock because I think for most of us, the understanding of what a casual was and wasn't was very clear. And the opportunity for this double dipping just seemed ludicrous, but they won. And this opened, of course, a can of worms because big or small, if you've got every employee in your business as a casual going back for a double dipping claim effectively, that could cripple a business. It could literally send you broke. So these cases that were found by some very technical and nuanced language to have been successful really caused a stir and caused some concern. So this was part of the reason that we needed this clarification around casuals. So from this perspective, it's a good thing. So what's happened is the bill has passed, which has firstly created a new and much clearer definition of what is a casual employee, and that's being inserted directly into the Fair Work Act, so that'll become law. And there's a number of other measures around casuals that employers are now going to need to be aware of. So let's first start with the definition. I'm going to read it directly from the legislation for you so that I don't mess up the words. So this is what the legislation says. A person is a casual employee of an employer if an offer of employment made by the employer to the person is made on the basis that the employer makes no firm advance commitment to continuing and indefinite work according to an agreed pattern of work for the person. That's the first point. (laughs) They like to use extra words unnecessarily, don't they? Basically, what this is saying is that the first criteria for an employee to be casual is that the offer of employment is made with no firm advanced commitment to continuing an indefinite work. Effectively, what this is saying is that the offer made by the employer does not in any way have any kind of forward advanced commitment to the work being continuous or ongoing in nature. And then, of course, based on that offer, if the person accepts that offer on that basis that there's no continued work, then the person is a casual employee. Okay. Now, this is important because what this definition tells us now is that if the offer is made on that basis and accepted on that basis, no matter what happens with the pattern of work after this point in time, 
they are a casual employee and can't go back for this double dipping. So that's why it's an important legislative definition. Okay, so that's the first part of the changes. We've got a definition that prevents this double dipping. The offer must not have any advanced commitment to continuing or indefinite work, and the person has to accept the offer on that basis. That's the key things here. So therefore, the employment is described as casual. The person is entitled to the casual loading, which is usually 25% under most of the awards, and any pattern of work thereafter, pattern of hours, does not change the employment relationship to be anything other than casual. So that part of it stops the double dipping. Excellent. <laughs> now, this is important to be aware of if you're making an offer of casual employment because you'll have to be very careful that you don't make any commitments to continuing work in advance, indefinite work on a regular pattern, those kind of things. You have to be very careful when you're offering casual work that there is no firm advance commitment in according to this definition in order for that casual uh, definition to apply. So that's the first thing. Great. We've got a definition. Everyone's happy. Now, there's a couple of follow-up points that I just want to draw your attention to. And if this is you, I do encourage you to look a bit deeper into how this might apply. Now, the first change that we're going to see is that an employer needs to give an employee what we call a casual employment information statement before or as soon as practical after they commence work in that casual role. Now, what we have currently is something called a fair work information statement, and you have to give that to every new employee that starts with you. That's a legal requirement. From now on, if you employ casuals, you'll have to give them a very similar document called a casual employment information statement, which will basically dictate the rights of a casual employee under these new laws. So there's an extra document we need to be handing over to all casuals. Now, there's also this issue of casual conversion. Now, many of the modern awards already have some kind of clause in place. This will ultimately supersede that, and it's going to create some new laws around this casual conversion. Now, importantly, what this means is that the employer is going to have an obligation to make an offer to a casual employee for them to become permanent, either permanent part-time or permanent full-time. If the employee has been with the employer for 12 months, in this casual role. And this is the really important part. During the last, during at least the last six months of the employment, so for at least the last six months, the employee has worked a regular pattern of hours on an ongoing basis. So let's say you employ casual under the true sense of the word and there's no advanced commitment. And then over a period of time, the pattern of work changes and becomes regular on an ongoing basis for six months or more. So let's say they work 9am to 5pm, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, each and every week for at least six months. And they've been employed with you for 12 months total. As an employer, you now have an obligation to make an offer for that casual to convert to permanent. In this case, it would be permanent part-time. Now, there's rules around how that needs to happen. It must happen within 21 days of the 12-month anniversary. The employee has 21 days to respond. They don't have to accept there's documents, 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 <laughs> the theme of all HR that you're going to need to put in place. But the important thing here is the burden is on the employer to make the offer, not on the employee to request the conversion, which is a change in comparison to the clause that currently exists within some of the awards. Now, there are some, of course, there's always a way out. There are some ways that an employer may not make that offer. Um, and it would be on various, very specific business grounds. So you really want to investigate that before you assume it's open to you. But there are some exceptions to every rule out there. <laughs> okay, so that's one thing. Also, 
under that rule. That rule about the employer having the obligation to make the offer of conversion to permanent, part-time or full-time, does not apply if you are a small business employer. And the Fair Work Act defines a small business employer as someone who has 14 or fewer staff, and that includes regular casual staff, in the headcount at that moment when they're making that decision. So if you've only got 10 staff, including regular casuals, Um, you don't have an obligation to make the offer, but your employees absolutely have a right to request the casual conversion. And you would need to consider that in the same way and make the same consideration to converting them to permanent. And you'd only be able to decline their request on reasonable business grounds. So I think it is an important differentiator between those who have 15 or more employees and those who have 14 or fewer, uh, because the onus falls very differently on employer and employee in that situation. But ultimately, if you've got an employee who has been with you 12 months and for at least six months of those 12, the pattern of work has been regular, ongoing, uh, consistent, without significant adjustment, um, then there is every chance that either you'll need to or the employee may wish to request to convert to permanency. And your obligations will largely be that that will need to happen unless there's some really sound business reason. For example, um, let's say you're in um, a, a, an industry that does project-based work. The, the employee's been there 12 months, the last six months has been consistent, but the project you're currently working on is going to end in three months. And beyond that, you've got no idea what the future holds and whether you'll be able to retain them in the casual role at all, let alone on any regular and systematic basis. That is the kind of thing that might be reasonable business grounds to decline the request to be able to convert over to permanency. So every situation will be different. You'll need to really look at that individually for your business. But um, it is something that, you know, there are different scenarios where it may not be viable to either offer or accept the request for conversion. Now, I know that's gotten a bit technical for us here today, which is not our usual style, but because this is a change, because casuals form such a huge part of our workforce, and because the complexities of the Fair Work Act are never easy, I just really wanted to cover that for you so that you had an understanding about the changes. You could easily see if this was relevant to you and therefore whether you needed to dig a little deeper. Um, And if you are employing casuals, you'll need to have a look at whether there's a transitional provision that you're going to need to look at, which there will be, or for new casuals that you employ moving forward, that there's some new rules that you're going to need to follow in order to be compliant. And we all love to be compliant because we all hate problems and fines when it comes to the Fair Work Commission, don't we? So a short episode today, a technical episode, but I really wanted to keep you up to date with that change in the legislation. So that's it for me here on the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been great to have you here and I can't wait to be back to a more normal topic next week. In the meantime, though, I have an invitation for you. If you'd like to connect with us and with other business owners who have teams of staff um, and are looking to just get some support and advice when it comes to HR, I'd love for you to join our free Facebook group, which is HR Support for Australian Businesses, powered by the Footprint Group, which is my consultancy business. Um, So head over to Facebook and look for HR um, Support for Australian Businesses, and you'll be able to find that Facebook group there. But I'll put a link in today's show notes. So if you head over to people peoplepoweredbusiness.com. Click on episode number 55. You'll see all the notes there with a link directly to that Facebook group. And I would love to welcome you. It's totally free and it's a great fun community of like-minded business owners, leaders, and managers. That's it for me today. Have a fabulous week and I look forward to chatting to you next week on the People Powered Business Podcast. Mm -hmm.